Hello, and welcome to the Hereford Business Improvement District podcast. We're also known simply as the Hereford Bid, a private limited company that exists to enhance, develop, and promote our truly beautiful city of Hereford for the benefit of our members, which of course includes direct support across a number of initiatives. This is the third in our series, and these episodes focus on the important issues facing Hereford city centre businesses today. Well, we hear the inspiration for why they want to trade here, challenges to doing business, life lessons learnt along the way, and what the future holds for them and the city. You can hear our podcasts in all the usual places, such as Apple and Spotify. So, my name is Mike Truelove, and I'm the CEO for the Hereford Bid. So today I'm with Terry McGee and his two daughters, Amy and Emily. They're the owners of the very famous and well-known entertainment centre, The Matrix. For those who don't know, The Matrix is situated at the bottom of Iron Gate and is just a stone's throw from Broad Street and High Town. They're a centre for all ages, offering everything from axe throwing, laser tag, crazy golf, arcade fun. Actually, rather than me tell you, here's Terry himself to tell you a little bit more. And after that, we'll get straight into the interview. Hi, Mike. I'm Terry. I'm the owner of Matrix on Iron Gate in Hereford. And I'm joined today with my two daughters, who are... I'm Emily. I'm Terry's youngest daughter. And I'm Amy. I'm his oldest. We do have a son, Michael, but he's only 14. And he does uh, come in now and again. Right then, so what we've got here is we've got an arcade. Yeah, we've got basketball, very popular. We've got a pinball machine. We've got the punch machine. A lot of the younger men try to beat the highest score. Here we have a go-go pony. And to the rear there, you've just passed the toilet. Brand new toilet block. Uh, one of the most important things on my list when I was setting this place up was the toilet block. You judge a place by its toilet at the end of the day. We have our photo booth here, which you can pretend you're in Vegas or... Taj Mahal or somewhere like that. We've just put ping pong tables in here. Moving round, we're back to the counter area now. We've yes. got several types of slushies. We've got a nice brand new ice cream machine. It's 12 and a half thousand square foot, so this is a huge building. So what we're looking at now is the axe throwing area. We're just looking at Amy. That's a nice six that was. That would have been a six if it had stuck. The axe throwing, I've done serious reckies all over the world. We have got electronic targets. They come from projectors onto the log ends that we've got as targets. And on that, we can project anything. So if it's zombies coming at you, if it's noughts and crosses, or if it's just a plain target. We're on the, the second level and we're into the mini golf. It's called Mission Space, the 18-hole course. Well, the detail that's gone into the UV. Every, who doesn't like UV? It finishes on hole 18 where the ball goes up the ramp disappears off the back down the rabbit hole as we say and it comes back to the staff just look at all the stars that my my wife painted probably thousands of them <laughs> and yeah it's uh, i think it took her about six weeks in total so we're going up onto a, a sort of a mezzanine deck that takes us into the the laser tag we can fit up to about 16 people in here for parties very popular with with students groups of school children and we've even had groups of soldiers in here to be honest with you all having a, a good night before they they head down to the bright lights of hereford zombie outbreak it's called looks quite scary you know to the younger kids but without coming to see this i mean you're still here next to me mike it is quite impressive and again a labor of love a lot of time we've 
upgraded our party room stroke conference room been a massive high demand for this it's booked out all the time we've turned it into a party room stroke conference room we've got conference facilities up here we can accommodate anything up here team buildings included we have a bar we have two table tennis tables a pool table air hockey table if we if, if people want to have a bit of downtime in between lectures or if they are on their lunch hour and they're told to come back in a 45 minutes. Again, we can accommodate for food, we can accommodate for coffees, sandwiches, we can do whatever the customer wants with a bit of notice. So Terry, Amy, Emily, The Matrix, where did the inspiration come from to start this? Because this is, this is a massive place. How do you start a place like this? Well, good question. <laughs> at the beginning, I suppose. But yeah, after 25 years in the army, it was, what do I do next? I'm still relatively young. What do I do next? I initially wanted to start running training, army training, um, but for civilians. So again, I went right around the world looking at different sort of systems, laser systems, so people could potentially shoot each other without actually shooting each other using lasers and just a bit of fun. That's all I want to do, a bit of fun. Finish the army, what do I do? I want to have fun, but I want. To, I still want. To, I still need to make a living. I still want to get up in the morning. So the laser was my main uh, priority. And next thing I know, I'm running a laser tag <laughs> center. But what comes with a laser tag? Obviously a cafe and then an arcade. And then we were both into axe throwing so we thought come on let's why not give it a shot and then the mini golf was born everyone can do mini golf how can we do it differently so we did the uv and yeah it just it just evolved from there it's been a, a real labor of love but it's been not for the faint-hearted if that makes sense and what year did you start all this then well this has been a 10-year plan for me yeah. initially it started in 2018 where we got really serious with this and where are we going with it? And my, and my wife, she was into tourism and she went into management. She was a stewardess for over 10 years with Japanese Airlines. So we've, we've traveled around the world. We've seen everything. We want to bring it all back to Hereford and we just want people to have, have a good time. I mean, the ups and downs of running a business, it is an emotional roller coaster, isn't it? You often hear that said and you mentioned your, your wife, Mel, and that's obviously very sadly, Mel passed away this year. How are you all coping? Well, it's been tough. Yeah, very, it's been very, very tough. Very tough, I mean, it's don't really want to... It's not easy wanna... business and going through, especially a business where you've got to be high energy, happy all the time, making other people feel good when, you know, you don't feel good yourself. Um, but we've definitely, we're definitely being strong. Um, and getting through it. Yeah. yeah. I think we're, we're sticking together as a family. I think we've definitely become a lot closer as like a family, but also like co-workers as well. Like we obviously all deal in uh, like very different ways, but I feel like we, as time goes on, we start to like understand each other a bit more and we can help each other out and just remember why like we started it in the first place and who we're doing this for. And like, it's obviously mum's legacy. So I think that definitely brings us all together and, keeps us going when we're like down. Yeah, it's been tough. It's been tough as an understatement. 
January, yeah, it's tough. But like Emily says, this is her legacy. We've got to keep it going, but it's tough because you've got to you've got to find this high energy to entertain and. And that's, obviously exa that's exactly how she was as well. So, um, you know, we're all carrying that trait of hers, being positive, keeping going, being strong. Um, and yeah, I know that she'd be proud of us for carrying on. Yeah, we got to carry on. It would be, it wouldn't be right to not carry on, but it has rocked rocked us massively and uh, as the girls have just said we need to we need to carry on what's it both like working with dad on a day-to-day -day basis <laughs> well um I, I think like having a family business in general like as we did at the start it is hard anyway and you guys you, like you do tend to sort of get on top of each other but i feel like obviously with the added like emotion that we're feeling it like it can be quite hard sometimes to obviously like balance that and not bring like any home arguments or anything like that to work. Um, but I think, like, as I said, we, we have just gotten closer and it's, it's all part of it. And I think at the moment, it's obviously our emotions very heightened, but it'll definitely make us better people in the long run. And we'll, we will, like, we will get better, obviously. And I think we'll just be more sensitive people and, like, in the future. The girls, the girls are amazing. I, I can't fault them. I mean, Emily's 16, Amy's 19, and they've both been thrown in at the deep end to a degree. I mean, me and Mel, we, we had 10 years planning this. You know, we, we went through everything, rehearsals, 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 get it right, get it right, get it right. And the girls were sort of oblivious to this, just getting on with their lives, etc. And then all of a sudden, next thing, Amy's thrown in at the deep end, on the computer, doing this, doing that, working out. And, and because Mel went so suddenly, all our passwords were in our head. So it was, there was a lot of, there was a lot of learning curve for myself, not just for, for Amy. And then Emily's been a rock coming in, running the counter at weekends. So it, it's, we will, so, we will get through it. And everything's, we're six months down the line now and, and it's, it's coming together. We just need to take it all to the next level, to be honest with you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, walking in, uh, I've been in, in reception and, and met you all many times, but I've had the full tour today. And I have to say, I'm staggered, absolutely staggered by the size and what, what you've accomplished. Um, it, you know, the marketing behind that must be, must take a lot of your time because it's always about marketing these days. Yeah. So who's driving the marketing here and how, how are you finding that? I think we're all learning together at yeah. this point because um, that was what mum was best at she did all of that she was on it she had done it her whole life so um to fill those boots is pretty hard but we're definitely all learning together and we're definitely all passionate about it and understand that that was it's definitely um you know the way to run a business is marketing it's one of the top top things you have to know and yeah definitely you know. definitely well, that, that's one thing we've noticed Again, last year when Mel was running the market and, and I used to give her a hard time spending all this money on the, on the marketing and you can't physically see your results. And because of the new business and people coming in, is it because of the marketing or is it just because we're a new business? And then, and then this year we can actually more or less gauge it that the marketing is, is crucial. Yeah. 
very Mm-hmm. So crucial in every business, and, and I can't emphasise that enough. And to we can honest. see differences now, and we we definitely know, we can see it for ourselves that that is the way to go. Marketing. So, what kind of things are you doing that have brought successes that you can actually say, yeah, we did that, and then we saw these results? What's the what's the highs? On the marketing side, yes. well, obviously the zombie outbreak, that that was a massive success. We put. We put we put that out and, and it was just rammed all weekend. It was great. Nobody was doing golf. Everyone just wanted to do zombie outbreak. So that worked. I did some like bits videos and then I like, uploaded it onto TikTok, Instagram, like Facebook, things like that. Mm, but mum knew how to promote it. That, that like, we're, we're good with content and you know, this place is full of picture opportunities. But um, it's the promotion and getting it out to people that Mum was great at. And but yeah, so you, you promoted it on various channels, yeah. and was that the first time that you'd really gone for it with the, with the zombie event? No, no. I mean, we'd, we'd we'd been out there in the domain for a while with your Herefordshire, obviously several magazines, City Life, etc. And yeah, and and we did get a good response from all that to be to be fair and it's it's about keeping yourself in the public eye and about creating a buzz why should people come mm, always there's, being on people's minds yeah there's a few places in hereford where you, you walk past and you think oh i'd love to go in there but there's no real buzz about it so you think i'll just leave it for another time and i think uh, i think beefy boys is a good example of that to be honest with you it's you know, if you don't book, you don't get in, you know, and it's, uh, so everyone's desperate to try and get in, whereas you don't hear anything for a few weeks, few months, and then all of a sudden it's, ah, uh, I'll just, you know. Out of sight, out of mind. Yeah, yeah, so marketing is crucial in every business. Of yeah. I mean, what's the biggest lesson you would say you've learned about marketing then? If you could, if you could just have one, one lesson that you would put out to people. Um, it definitely takes a lot of time, a lot more than you, than you probably would expect. It's not, it's not as simple as, as it's made out to be. Um, you've got to hit all the meet, all the channels as well. You can't just go on one. Yeah. You've got to reach out to all of the different, um, demographics. People like to use different, um, social medias, et cetera. So it's really about targeting everyone that you possibly can and not just limiting yourself to a, a small audience. And who is your audience then? Is it, it's, it's quite wide from what it's you're saying. Basically wide, yeah. everyone, yeah. That's a good, very good question, actually. I get mm. that asked lots and lots. I mean, we tend to go from, let's say, 19 to 39, 49. But then we've had Father's Day we've had like four generations in, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, it's, yeah. it's just crazy who we get in here, to be honest. But yeah, generally it's, it's the, it's the, the families at weekend. And then through the week, it tends to be the students and affluent sort of couples, if that makes sense, date nights. Just thinking about Hereford and, and, and what's out there beyond your doors, what, what's the, what are the main challenges to doing business in Hereford? Would you say you've come across at the moment? And how would you, what would you change? Well, it's, 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 where do you start, Mike, to be honest <laughs> with you? The, 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 the problem, I, we just don't feel like we've got a voice on Angay. We're right in the centre of town and we feel like we're being sort of forgotten about to a degree. All the noise tends to come from, obviously, the cathedral and Hightown. 
which is which is a fair one. You know, that's why people come to Hereford. But Angate's a massive thoroughway, and yeah, we just simple things could really change the look of Angate, and it's just a shame that people can't see that. And I don't like saying not in my backyard, but it's 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 true. You know, we've we've had several. Angate's changing, and people need to come down here and see the changing, and 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 adapt to it. You know, there's several things we got. It's Angate. It's the name says it all. Why is there not something to do with it? The old Angate at the end of Angate, which would get the tourists down here. We we need more support. Definitely need more support. We need people from the council to come down here and just have a good look. Obviously, we've got um, the the Enmite going into the old Peacocks, which hopefully will drive a lot of business down this end of town. Well, I talk to businesses and, and we, we talk to consumers a lot as well about why they like Hereford and why they come here. There is definitely a big noise about the Matrix. You know, people are talking about it more and more and, that, and that's great. You've done so much in such a short space of time, but what's next? So what, what is the strategy for the next five years? Just keep going. Bigger, mm -hmm. bigger and better and just Def keep going. We have a lot of big ideas that we want to do. Mm. And obviously now we have a building so we can just do whatever we want. So I think we want to do a lot more like say the zombie outbreak, a lot more events um, Definitely. to just bring people here and have like an activity to do and look forward to it in Christmas times. And also what's great, we want to bring people from Herefordshire into Hereford, not just the people who can walk into town. And the people who have to drive into town then tend to have to be well, they can't drink because they're driving or it's a lot of money in a taxi. So they can come here and they can do an activity without actually having to have a drink, to be honest with you. And a good example of this is we were all in lockdown last year and as soon as it was given the all clear, everybody went out and I was the duty driver. So, yeah, everyone had a great night except me. <laughs> Whereas if Matrix had been up and running then, we could have literally come and did a bit of axe throwing, a bit of laser tag, the arcade, you know, and we could have we could have chilled out in here. It would have been really good. And then gone for somebody to eat somewhere else in town. So we're just giving that other angle, that other dimension to what people can do coming into Hereford if they don't want to drink. Essentially, it's a one-stop shop. It's a destination it, for a night, a night out. Yeah, or definitely. Night or day out. It will be. I mean, we, we really want to work with our other local businesses. We, we, we're desperate to bring everyone together and, and just, just take Hereford to that next level. I've been here nearly 30 years. My daughters and wife, everyone's from Hereford. We live here, obviously, and we just want to take it to the next level, bring everyone together, Make, put Hereford on the map. There's so much Hereford should be proud of, and people don't seem to seem to know about it. And why do they not know about it? I don't know. It's it's something that from the, from the the hierarchy needs to be filtered down. People need to become proud to be from Hereford because we we there's a lot going on in Hereford, a lot going on that people don't understand, don't know about. Terry, Amy, Emily, thank you so much for today. It's been brilliant. Cheers, mate. Thank you, thank you.